Magic men, these podcasters turned into magicians. Please listen to this so that you'll hear all about big tricks we saw in Blackpool. Well, 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 well. we're bringing you inside. The magician's trousers. <laughs> we are at Blackpool Magic Convention 2022. Is it the world's biggest magic convention? That's what the signs say. Or do they just say best? Because uh, that's a, that's a harder to qualify. Yeah, that's a good point. Actually, I'm not sure. But yeah, we were invited, invited along by a couple of magician friends. They knew that we've got previous with magicians, mm. um, and they wanted to see how we we how we fared walking around this lovely place. So it's basically like all the magicians in the world mm-hmm. come to one come to Blackpool. Yeah, it's like a massive, like the I was not prepared for the internationalness of it. No, we've seen Swedes, we've seen Danes, yeah, we've seen Belgians, Finns, Finns, <laughs> Germans. It's mostly Western Europeans. Yeah. And I mean, it, one guy called Jimmy C, yeah. who looks like Marty McFly, but really old. And, t- and took out a big wad of hundreds. Yeah, he had like $900 in his pocket. Yeah, which is fucking weird. That was good. Um, but yeah, we've been taking it all in. We ba- you basically, you walk around, there's people trying to sell you stuff, which mm-hmm. you'll hear a little bit of in a, in a bit. And then there's actual shows then, mm. where the quality of which... Very wildly. Varies wild. And it's, it's, what is really interesting is like knowing what is shite and what isn't um, which is quite interesting it's also not just shows it's lectures as well so you get shows that are like a bit of magic but then someone going like here's how I made smoke come out of your ass yeah you're like what it's amazing how did he do that so good Um, but it's good but one of my favourite funny things is on our first day we were walking around the dealer's hall Mm. now just to paint you a picture of a dealer's, dealer's hall it's essentially one massive arena mm. where pe- there's every little tables and magician trying to sell you their tricks and it's everything from like joke shop kids stuff yeah. to no fooling actual inventions that mm. people have made like I saw one yesterday there was a special thing that clips to your belt for sticking a sharpie in and hiding a banknote that you've just got inside a sharpie and you just like plug it into a little switch on your ass and it comes out with a, with a bill inside. It's amazing. That's the thing, like, lo- it feels like everything that I know about magic mm. is they're not meant to give their secrets away. Yeah. But it actually feels like if you just pay 150 quid for a ticket to Blackpool yeah. and come here, you can buy tricks for three pounds. Yeah, well, a, a lot of the tricks are much more expensive yeah. than three pounds. Although, they, actually, what they keep saying is like, oh, it's this is the real world price. This is the Blackpool yeah, price. Yeah. <laughs> and it's still <laughs> fucking expensive. We saw a guy yesterday, actually, it's the same guy that invented the Sharpie one. Yeah. We did his lecture and then at the end he just got a big fucking plastic bag full of shit he wanted to sell you. It was really weird. Well, that's the, that's the bits that I like. It's like, sort of like the quite sad bits of grift. it. Um, the, and the grift parts of it. Actually, yeah, let's, let's take people on a little walk now around the dealer's hall mm. so you can see a little bit of it. Oh, baby. 
What are you looking out for? Tricks, big tricks. I, wanna, I do. This is the thing. I wanted to buy some authentic bending spoons yeah. or forks, but then I was speaking to our magician friends earlier. Yeah. They were like, literally, just go to Wilkinson and buy the cheapest forks. They're better. <laughs> like magic forks are an absolute swizz. Are they meant to tell us that? I don't know. Yeah, but they, we might be busting the Geller world wide open. I'd have a bust in the Geller world wide open right now. Do we need to explain where we are? It's a giant, filigreed, beautiful Victorian, probably, hall full of men with tricks up their sleeves and everywhere else you can imagine. I've almost spent lots of money this weekend and then talked myself down. Like, we've just, we're just walking past a guy right now mm. who has a trick that is essentially a fake bit of camembert and that with some magnets, when you lift off the top, has some sweets inside instead of camembert. Yeah. Uh, and that's £30. £30 for a disappearing camembert. Um, and you were adamant. You I was, I was like, that. I'm going to get I'm still might, you know. I think you could. The, yeah, the, the trick that I, I think like we saw, we'll, we'll pass it right now, is a trick called The Stranger. Mm. You can hear him in the background. Yeah, yeah. So it's this American guy here. And basically what he does is gets you to pick a card, then he calls up a stranger by using numbers that you all give him and then that stranger can tell you exactly what card you've picked well, and what's weird about it is both times yeah. we've seen it it's been exactly the same stranger <laughs> called Volker I, I wonder how he does it this guy's amazing I oh, go on. Yeah. hello my friend how, how are, are you? you how are you what have hey. you been up to very good you behaving yourself everything is okay yeah <laughs> you tired this week now uh, this? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> What's that? That's two tiny packs of cards where once there was one big one. Wow! Oh, They're yeah, just they half cards. <laughs> you see? Oh. The card is it's like the card in the middle. Yeah. Every card is different. Mm -hmm. Two people select one card. For example, who you think in one card, please? Okay, I'm gonna pick this one here. This one? Yeah. Okay, perfect. This is your card, right? Thank you. I'm saying, okay. Don't touch that. I would like this one. You like this. Okay, yeah. perfect. This is your card. Okay. Two different people, two different uh, cards. Yes. You know? This is a magic trick. Look at this. This, this card and this card is exactly no way. the same card. I'm not having that. And the same color. <laughs> and the same color. <laughs> and the same card. Bling. Oh. oh. I'm sorry. Oh, I remember. <laughs> I am a magician. Oh Tell no! Me. What are you doing? This is my car. What? <laughs> oh, thank you so much. That was lovely. That's great, man. Thank you so much. Right after this, a man approached us to tell us that he could do this trick, but with a better ending. Um, but I was clearly too angry to record him properly. We'll continue from when I'm recording him properly. Are completely all different. Wow. Next year, I'm going to need you to get a stall next to him selling yeah, yeah, yeah. your no, improved no, no, no. version. I, I, I learned this when I was, I mean, I'm 63 and I learned that when I was about nine. Mm. And I was given how to make it. Yeah, yeah that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. It, look, it just gives it that nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's amazing. That was wild. We saw a man do a card trick and then someone came up and told us how to do the trick better. Yeah. Like warring magicians. It's literal warring magicians. Literal prestige. I thought it was quite rude, to be honest. I thought it was quite rude. Because <laughs> that guy was so nice as well. Yeah. He put so much effort into it. It's like, yeah, actually, I learned this when I was nine. Yeah. 
quite worried he's near us now. Well, that's what I'm worried about. Like, we're walking around, snagging people off, but you never know. Like, magicians are sneaky. So if we slag off. I've got ears everywhere, exactly. my friend. I've seen rubber ears everywhere. <laughs> Fingertips, wooden feet, rubber ears. At this point, Gavin and I see a man who we'd spent some time in the pub with the night before and didn't consequently want to spend any more time with. We'll actually talk about him later. I just couldn't find a way to rearrange the podcast to make this make sense. So just remember that we call this guy the Seeker. Who's the fucking dude from last night? It's, uh, oh, it's shit. Got, it's got the stairs. It's got the stairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Magic ourselves away. Well, that was really good. That's a good trick. We just used a pillar misdirection. <laughs> We've learned so much this weekend. Because, yeah, he didn't clap me. He didn't clap me. He just looked right at the really? stairs. Okay, good. <gasps> so we're now upstairs. Seeker, seeking seeker. <laughs> <laughs> we're now upstairs. Where the cloaks are. I want to see the. I want to see some yeah, cloaks. Yeah, there's um. Oh, there it is. Fancy magic clothes shop. Yes, please. <laughs> I was genuinely thinking of getting one of these and wearing it to the next live show we did. You really should. What I like is walking past stands and hearing people make their own sound effects for their tricks. Yeah, it's yeah. great. You can buy an Aztec monolith of fate for £150. Hey, what's your favourite thing on here? If you, if you had to choose. Oh, jeez. Um, Would you ever make the uh, Hellraiser box? <laughs> <laughs> or are you too afraid of yeah, how yeah, powerful yeah, it yeah, could yeah. become? Oh, this, is a, this is a fun one. I've been having fun with this all, all week. It's like a, like a, you've got your, it's a telekinesis block. You have, mm. You've got your gold and silver and um, you basically stand it up, have your spectator think of one of the colors. We'll have it land on your color. Yeah. What color are you thinking of? Yellow. Almost gold. Gold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll uh, have a look at that. And we'll, we'll make it land on the gold. And we'll do a little, uh, little bit of magical juju there. And we'll land on gold. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> so That's awesome. Kinda, it's not yellow, but you know, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's close. One day, it's baby. One day. <laughs> Thanks so much, man. Yellow. I, I wasn't even trying to destroy that. I know. Trick. I just wasn't paying attention. It could be gold or silver. What colour are you thinking of? Yellow. <laughs> Fuck me. You're a magician's nightmare. I, was, I, I just wasn't listening to I it. know, but not paying attention is as bad as being <laughs> yeah, bad on purpose. These are, I've got quite a bad attention span. Sometimes I do feel really bad because sometimes I've got to say to myself, Gavin, concentrate on the This is someone's trick. job. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I don't want to come across like one of those people who like, tries to wreck a trick on purpose because I'd never be like that because I mm. fucking love magic. Um, right then, magic clothes. Oh, this is great. Oh, this special leather jackets. Oh, yes. Oh. I can see you in that. Right, well, we're looking at We're looking at a blue glittered Ooh, leaf patterned jacket. It's shiny. Oh, God. Hi. Hello, how are you doing? That's great quality, yeah. Yeah, I'd love to. I'm 44, 46, I think. I put, I mean, I've had a lot of cooked breakfasts this weekend, <laughs> so yeah. Can you tell what someone's size is by looking at them? Can you tell if they've got a good soul? <laughs> Thank you, would, yeah. it, would it be all right if we both tried one and got a picture? Is that yeah. okay? It's okay. Yeah, I'm really interested in this one here. 
What size is he? Can you tell what size he is by looking oh, at I him? Need to, I need to take this one. What size is he? You just love that. This, is the, this is the best trick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big boy. He's a big boy. Yeah. So I'm not gonna fit in any of those. No. Yeah, too powerful. Too powerful. Okay, we'll we'll keep looking. What what else? Literally too big for magic. Oh, look at these. What about these ones over here? Look at these. Oh, that looks great. Oh, that's that feels good going on. Oh, that looks. I'm not joking. That looks alright. I'm gonna have a look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'll just leave it. Leave it open. I'll pop it. We'll put some cards in there for you, mate. It'll be fine. I'm into that. So it's just normal black. We're just with a lot of. What would you call it? What would you call these? Rhinestone. Rhine sequins? But what what would you call these in the biz? Diamante. Diamante. Oh. Maybe we could work that into your name. Joey jo Diamante. Joey Diamante. I like that. Or, like you're a mentalist, Joey Diamantalist. I love that. <laughs> Joey Diamantalist. And this gives me the powers. <laughs> Amazing. Is it a white one in my size? Because it's almost ironic because he, he is the good one, I'm the bad one. So if I go white and he goes black, it's flipping people's fucking expectations straight away. So before they even sit down, they're having their minds blown because they're like, wait a minute, he's not the bad one. I love this. This is going to look amazing. Yes. To be fair, I don't feel like I'm getting the full, I'm wearing a jumper underneath. <laughs> I don't think that's how I go. Cutting the tags off, does that mean that we have to buy it? Yeah. Okay. That's good, man. That's amazing. Would you take a photo of us? Just stand there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, stand here. It's the start of something new for us. Nice jacket. You've got a magic face. Thank you so much for letting me try them on. You're an absolute star. I was going to say, have you got a website? Is it on there? Pelican Stageway. Oh, thank you so much. I feel quite bad about that. Nah, he knew. He knew. Call me a fucking big boy. I'm not having that. That's Log's territory. He did call you a big boy, yeah. <laughs> this is just a t-shirt that says magic on it. It's not in the recording, but one of my favorite things that keeps happening mm -hmm. is on the first day when you and I walk around the dealer's hall, yeah. I would say comfortably about four minutes into walking we, around. We'd seen like, three tables. Some guys comes over and goes, did you invent frost <laughs> to the two of us? And I was like, the weather? Like God, <laughs> do you mean God? And this is weird because there's a big storm this weekend. Yeah. So I was like, are you trying to blame it on us? Yeah. This yeah, this is you're gonna be listening in the future, but we're a, we were a mid storm yeah. Eunice and it was snowing and everything. It's fucking wild. But yeah, so we, we was like, Did you invent frost? Which is a weird question to be asked by a magician. Um And the response he got was two people going like, huh? What the fuck are you talking about? Because <laughs> that's the thing, I I, I I was slightly overwhelmed by it all as mm. well. And also just sort of feeling like I don't belong here as well. And then the first thing that happens is a, a really hot magician comes over and goes, did you invent frost? You're like, we're out of our depth, we've got yeah. to go. <laughs> <laughs> Back to London. Pub. So we were, we were like, oh no. And then when we we told our magician's friend, because we have magician's friend, yeah. and when we told them this, they were like, oh, he, he thinks you're the other brothers. Yeah. And, um, like, what? and we looked them up. Mm. It's not flattering for me. I mean, it's not flattering for me. Like no, but like you, you, like you, legitimately don't look anything like the guy that he thinks you are. No, that's it's the thing. just a man without a beard. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like I get obviously any time there's a chunky guy with a beard and glasses, they're like, oh, he looks like Gav. But this guy didn't even have glasses or a beard. Yeah, it was bonkers. It was weird, and he seemed Spanish. Yeah, whereas my guy, 
does have a moustache yes. and apparently round glasses, yeah. which I have. But look, looks nothing like you. Good, yeah. because what we're going to get onto is exactly the same thing happened yesterday. We sat mm. down, a man who we'll talk about in a bit, who we yeah. call the Seeker, yeah. sat down next to us, and he was like, "Oh, of course, you're Daryl." And and our, our magician friend turned around and went, "He thinks you're in the other brothers again." Yeah. I was fucking livid. <laughs> I'm not having that. If anyone asks tonight who I am, I'm going to say I'm Daryl's brother. Yeah. <laughs> and then point across the room and say, yeah. He's, I know he The doesn't. other brother is over there, and yeah. then they're going to fucking start flapping around wildly. I think they're both called Daryl. Yeah. I think that's the thing. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it's been really, really good. Last night was, I mean, quite nervy, though, because... <laughs> Every night, you basically go to this thing called the Gala Show. Yeah. And it shows you what should be the creme de la creme of magicians. Um, <laughs> Emphasis on should be. Should be, yeah. Um, but for the past two nights, we've had quite talky people behind us. Oh, These yeah. fucking Spanish guys, man, just wouldn't shut up all mm. the way through. So the first night, I turned around after they wouldn't stop talking. I went, shh, give, mm-hmm. them, big, give them the big shh and the finger over the nose yeah. Internet. I mean I knew they were Spanish but I was like that's internationally this known this is yeah. what you've learned from the because everything everyone here is like magic travels when it's wordless exactly yeah. you've learned that trick this will play this will play well in Barcelona you fucking uh, pre-showed them <laughs> the old finger on the nose and I didn't pay three quid in the dealer's hall for that <laughs> trick um, and they kind of be, they were quite quiet after that mm. last night though they just wouldn't shut up yeah because you've got to explain like we have set tickets and yeah. everyone has set tickets for all three gala shows. So yeah. we're always sitting in front of them. We're going to sit in front of them again tonight. Well, when you, when I sat, because you got in before me last yeah. night, then when you sat down, when I sat down, you were like, I've heard the word cabron <laughs> quite a lot, which apparently means asshole. Yeah, they've, uh, yeah they were definitely, because when we sat down where, where you were, <clears throat> I could hear them like chattering away. Oh no. Then I kept hearing them use the word cabron. Oh, and then when you came over, I heard them all go, the mumble of worry. Oh no. Um, and that didn't change anything because they still fucking yammered all the yeah. way through. And then at one point the house lights went on um, to so some dude could pick up stooge, some rube from the audience. And um, I took this moment to turn around and tell him to shut the fuck up. A lot. A lot. Repeatedly. Yeah. Because it was like. While the guy went, relax, relax. Yeah. Because I was just like, had my finger in his face this time, even more internationally recognized. Mm-hmm. And I didn't pay nothing for it in the dealer's hall. And you, and you, except you were using a thumb tip. Just I, for fun. Yeah. Yeah. And making a light come from behind his ear. It was a very confusing interaction yeah. for him. I, um, I will say, obviously, a lot of the time I'm calling you out on these kind of interactions. Yes, I was are. 100% behind you. Yeah. You know the, uh, the old thing the bully always has this little mate that hangs out behind him? Mm. You weren't a bully, but I was the little mate hanging out behind you going, yeah, actually, I agree with that. The thing is, because like we've been at a magic convention I like that talks about basically the psychology of tricks and stuff in the lectures mm. and I was talk- I was actually thinking about the psychology of it because I know in those moments you don't like that yeah. so they were being really loud and I was like if it was if I was there by myself I'd be turning around within Instantly. three seconds but I was like- but I was like I know Joe doesn't like this so I actually so I don't know what's better it's I not don't, that I, I don't like it it's yeah. just it makes me feel physically sick there you go <laughs> but I was like I don't know if Joe would rather me not say anything or say something and then basically what happened was I realised I hadn't watched the first two acts of magic yeah exactly because yeah. I was thinking about it in my head and I was like no 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 
I'm sorting this out now, and then and it, it turned around. Yeah, and it 100 percent worked. The it rest did 100 percent work. Yeah, great, great behavior. Unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, because I, I mean, you're, this is a really old small theater. Yeah, I was so close to that guy's face, yeah. and like, it's weird looking in someone's eyes mm. and telling them to shut the fuck up. What's the um, what's the plan tonight? Because you're going to have to. I don't know. Are you going to talk to them straight away? <sighs> I don't know. See. I think you turn around and just be like, look, I know I've been angry. Yeah. But I will kill all of you. <laughs> the thing is, though, I, I I was a bit. I was like, they came into the bar. So basically, there's this famous bar yeah. that everyone hangs out in called the Ruskin, um, and everyone decamps there afterwards. And we were downstairs in the Ruskin, doing and like it's really cool because all the magicians that've been on stage come and do tricks for each other and stuff. And it's it's, it's it good is fun, man. genuinely quite amazing being yeah. in that. Like we were in this basement room, and you yeah. just saw every table was dudes doing tricks for each mm. other and like moving tables and stuff it was yeah. genuinely really cool and then <laughs> but then the, the two people who I enjoyed the most from the gala show and you came in and we were like oh shit it's those guys that we really liked and they sat right next to us on the floor because the they're floor. cool hippie boys because they're cool hippie Spanish they're, boys they're playing slapsies together yeah and then, but they came in with the Spanish guys that I just told to shut the fuck up yeah. behind me. And I was like, oh my God, this is gonna go badly. It's like, um, yeah, you you had a run in with Biff's gang yeah. and then realized Biff was there as well. Like, ah. Yeah, it was rough, man. But I don't I don't know what to do tonight. I was thinking, I'm, I'm, I can do a steer. I can do a good steer. I think you've got to do an early steer, just I, to set the mood. Yeah, because I can do a good steer. I've done it, I've done it before. Where I've just stood and looked, <laughs> like for an uncom- I can do that for an uncomfortable amount of time. Yeah, and I sort of, because I can almost switch my soul off. Oh yeah, and then I've seen it. and then I can just look at them, and I feel like maybe that'll do. I, I was switch my soul off, <laughs> but I also what a haunting thing to just come out with casually. You fucking maniac. Twelve pound in the dealer's hall. <laughs> soul switch. Um, but I, I could do that, or. I might just not sit anywhere near them. Oh no, please sit near them, because if they start talking, none of us will have the balls to tell them to shut up. Oh, I don't know. Unless well, it's a United Front, we'll all four of the rest of us turn around. I tell you what, we'll take the recorder in tonight, and then we'll record some of it, and that's then we'll see, we'll see what happens. That's a, that's a great idea. I feel sick thinking about that. That would right, be great. We'll do that. I'm very sad to report, dear reader, that when we went back for the gala show the next night, the Spanish lads who talked too much were gone and we never saw them again and I can't guarantee that's not because uh, they were frightened of Gav or Gav murdered them and didn't tell me but there was no opportunity to get on recording Gav telling them to shut the fuck up again in its place I am pleased to present um, a smaller event from that night uh, a whole other group of loud dickheads talked for ages, and I present to you a short, sharp shush by Gavin Murphy. Uh, Gav, let's talk Oberon. Oh my giddy eye. I think this is the best three-act structure of a uh, of yeah. a story we have from the entire weekend. It really is, yeah. So the first gala night, um, the act we came out talking about for all the wrong reasons. Mm. Everyone says the Friday gala is the worst, apparently. Right, Because okay. they always, they front load with the stuff that they don't think is going to play as well as the finale shows on, okay, right, on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Apparently tonight's going to be great. Wow. One of these acts was introduced as like, 
literally the world champion of magic. Yeah, like which I said, don't understand how that is I don't know how regulated. Yeah, I don't know how that works. Uh, he, he referred to a gold medal. I don't know whether he literally had a gold medal or what, mm. like Olympics of magic. Yeah. 300-meter card throw. Um, like, so this guy was introduced, and we were all like, fucking yes. And mm. our magician friends had talked him up. They were like, this guy, Mark Oberon, is amazing. Yeah. Well, if someone has introduced you as a world champion of anything, yeah. I'm like, you've got my interest. Here we go. And then he started. And genuinely, our friend who knows what he does yeah. said afterwards, he was like, I genuinely thought there was the wrong, I thought it was the wrong magician. They just got the order wrong. Yeah, and they'd yeah, introduced yeah. the wrong person. Because what happened was a little blue lady came out. Yeah. And started like... With an alien head. With an alien head. And, and started, you could see her nips. <laughs> Well, I couldn't because I couldn't focus. The, yeah. the light was all fucked. I couldn't, I couldn't see trick. it. Yeah. That's part of the trick, I think I was right? at the wrong angle. I was seeing all the realities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The mechanics. There was basically a blue lady with an alien face running around, nips out, mm. <laughs> just um, like sort of playing with lights. And like yeah. a like a snake came out and vomited loads of lights into her hand. It was like a puppet snake. It's sort of like if you think if you're thinking in your head, if you picture in your head like. The Lion King puppets? Yes. Like from the theatre show, you're not a million miles away. Except they were all like black light yeah. on a black background because obviously what was happening is there were puppeteers and stuff behind yeah, puppeting yeah. them around. But then part of this show was Marky Mark himself yeah. appeared. Uh, looking very strange because he clearly, clearly was just a face with yeah. other people's limbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he sort of floated around, did flips. Yeah. And his face came off at one point and like flew at her. Yeah. Um, and then it just ended with a big voice going, Mark Oberon. Which is something we've been saying ever a since. Lot. Yeah. And we, we came out of it and we were like, that was shit, wasn't we it? We slagged off Mark Oberon for yeah. at least half an hour. Because well, I was like, is this just the intro to something? And mm. then it's going to be something good. Some like magic. Good. Some actual magic. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't. That was him. And. Our magic friends were like, this is fucking wild. Um, oh, just stop a minute, because I've just seen known prick Justin Lee Collins over there. Oh, my God. And he's having a good time. He's not even... He should not be allowed to have a good time, it's, it's weird that we've seen Justin Lee Collins and Stephen Mulhern, which yeah. feels like two sides of a coin. Mm. Nice TV presenter and... And not even naughty. An arsehole. <laughs> if Justin Lee Collins looks over here, I'm going to give him the fingers. Oh, give him the actual stare. Oh, I'll give him the stare. Give I'll him the soulless stare. I'm switching off my soul, Joe. Oh, my God. What a twat. Anyway, um, but then the next day, you and I were walking around the dealers. Um, oh, I recorded this as well. Yeah, we can so, play a bit. Yeah, so we walked up to Mark Oberon. And just to give you a little, like, the stalls can sometimes look a little bit sad. Mm. Bearing in mind, this is the world champion of magic. And we yeah. saw the alien little bastard flying around the stage the night before. He's got a fucking little table. Like a school table. Yeah. With a black tablecloth and just a couple of tricks like chucked about with A couple of tricks on it. on it with bits of paper with marker pen prices on them. Mm. And he's just a little northern man. Yeah. With a like lovely little face and a nice little smile. He's not a flipping around alien at all. He doesn't have an alien face at all, no. So we went over and uh, to chat to the world champion of magic. We blew our fucking minds. <laughs> Please remember one card. Oh, I didn't say anything. It's okay, it's okay. It's alright, you got one. You, you got one? I got one. Yeah. But you didn't? You didn't get one. That's alright. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to guess all of your cards. That's the idea. Okay. 
the only clue I need, I need, I need a slight piece here, and that is that I'm going to watch your eyes as you watch every car. Okay. So let me watch your eyes. When you see it, just keep it on. Oh, yeah. Okay. And uh, it's quite possible that you two guys went for the same car. Maybe. No way. Maybe. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is going to sound stupid. Yeah. I genuinely had a feeling when, it was, when you went, yeah. But it was at the moment that that popped out. Like, yeah. You dirty bastard, man. <laughs> There's a card in my wallet. The gentleman there, name any card. I think it's the card in my wallet. Jack of Clubs. This is unbelievable. It's <laughs> unbelievable. What's going on? One wallet. One Shut wallet. up. <laughs> Seriously, could it be? No way. <laughs> That's ridiculous. This is this one. <laughs> Just, what? <laughs> what are you all about, Mark? Yeah. What's your name? Joe. Joe, imagine a deck of cards floating before your eyes. Okay. Would you literally reach out and take one? What? Yeah, take yeah. Like this. All right. Take, take, grab it. Grab it. Yeah. Turn it over. Tell us what it is. Two of clubs. Two of clubs. Take that two of clubs and fold it in half. Okay. In half again. Yeah. I'll catch it in the clip when you throw it. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> 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 yeah. That's amazing. This is fucked up. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're a star, man. Thank you so much. That was great. Have a lovely day. But then, the, what was funnier was, so the two guys that brought us, the two magicians, they're like enamored with this fella. Yeah. And um, it was yesterday when we came out, you just popped to the toilet. But we were all waiting outside, sort of milling around, uh, getting ready to go to the pub at like one o'clock in the morning, wherever it was. And um, Mark Oberon walked past and I went, hey, what about great? <laughs> like I was saying hello to like a mate of my dad's or I got a mate from uni. And um, he just came over and he started chatting, started basically laying out the uh, his whole fucking shtick, which we're, we're about gonna, to see, which we're going to watch tonight. And, um, and the two magicians we were with were just like, "How the fuck have you been here for, for like twenty four hours and you're already best friends with Mark Oberon?" <laughs> and also, like, especially the turnaround of it because we yeah. we loved his dealers hall stuff. We were like, "This is fuck, it's, it's the best like close up magic I've seen." It was phenomenal. It's yeah, absolutely, absolutely phenomenal, amazing. Yeah. Uh, and he was really good about like showing us how it was done and all that stuff. Yeah. And so for them, the last thing they knew, we were all slagging, making Mark over on the butt of every joke. Yeah. And then the next day, you're his best mate. And he's telling you how he's bricking it. He's literally he's... Tell, he came over and he was like, I was like, are you excited for your show, Mark? My friend, Mark Oberon, <laughs> the alien. And he said, oh, mate, I'm shitting it. Uh, and then he laid out why he was shitting it. So I, I know like one of the big tricks that he's doing Dude, tonight. He just fucking told me it. That's cool. Yeah. Don't spoil uh, it. No, I wouldn't spoil it. I wouldn't spoil it at all. Does it sound yeah. good? It sounds fucking amazing, Joe. <laughs> good. So last night we had our first supernatural experience. Yes. Uh, well, after we got over the nerves of sitting next to the uh, Spanish man in the Ruskin, which yes. you'll remember is the, the famous magic bar. Uh, a guy just came to our table and was like, yeah. oh, can I join? Yeah. And that's just the vibe of this room. People yeah, come and join yeah, yeah. and have a chat and, I, and show I'd, you tricks. And I'd been kind of waiting for that as well yeah. because that is what our friends have sort of told us. And we only went in on one night and it just didn't feel like that was happening. So I was glad that we got that a little bit of that. 
um, because this guy just walked over, like fair play to him, walking over to a, like a table of five lads boozing and going, yeah. can I join? Like, I don't know if I would have that in me, like no, really, I'd probably go home. Our, our magician friend said he's done that, like he's come before by yeah, himself yeah, yeah. and it's really tough to do that. Because, yeah, of course it is. Because it's also not just, it's not just walking up and joining a table of people boozing. It's mm. like, you're kind of expected to show tricks or talk about magic yeah, in some yeah, way. Yeah, so yeah, you're kind true. of on the spot a bit. Yeah. But it became quickly very apparent <laughs> that this guy didn't have nerves because within seconds he was telling us that he might be actually magic. <laughs> Uh, it was an odd thing, man, because yeah. he said, like, because we've had to have a conversation with quite a lot of people all weekend where they're like, oh, what kind of magic do you do? We're like, oh, we're just, we're just like magic and we're here with our friends, blah, blah, blah. But he was like, I'm searching for real magic. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, what does that mean? Because mm. when he sat down, I was like, he had a pack of cards and I was like, oh, fucking, this is going to be great. I was like, what, 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 what's, your, what's your favorite trick? That's why I've been asking people. Yeah. And he was like, oh, let's just not talk about trick. Do you want to talk about theory first? And I was like, I'm going to talk about these guys. Something <laughs> yeah. else, I think. Um, and it, it, just, it was a really, I was along with him for a bit mm. about the idea of it. And like some of, the the some of the ideas that he had was good. Because like, it was really good. It's Topaz. Um, Ledge. Absolute legend. Um, sorry, we just said it's topaz. Like that's a like, normal a thing, thing to say. A magician that we both enjoyed just walk past. Should have said, said hello to him. Um, but anyway, he um, said that he was looking for real magic, mm. and which obviously is immediately funny to us because we enjoy the prestige. Exactly. So much. Yeah. But he, he was like, back to and say like, is he? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Topaz. Hey man, how you doing? Loved your lecture, mate. We just watched the lecture now. It's so funny. Take care, man. Thank Thanks. you. Oh, I thought he was over. See, what's happening now is Topaz is trying to go to a lecture and a guy has stopped him. We said hello nicely, thinking he might come over and mm. do the, Imagine having a guest on the podcast. Fucking Topaz of all people. If he comes over, well, even just for that bit, I'm going to headline this podcast. To Special guest. Feast Topaz. <laughs> um, but, if you haven't seen Topaz, he's a man that makes women out of foam. That's it's incredible. That's real. <laughs> um, and uh, this guy now, this old guy is just explaining the phone trick to his Topaz. Yeah, he is. This is brilliant. Amazing. To, so, the, to the actual inventor magician. Yeah, so a, a, a lovely old boy is just explaining to Topaz everything that happens in his trick. It was great. It was. Um, and, but yeah, this guy, I mean, he was just, he kept saying that like, he really likes uh, using magic for connection. I'm absolutely fine with that. But he did this really odd thing where, like, when he first sat down, he, like, Pointed like his finger at me and went, What did he say? He said, He'd referred to himself as a seeker. Yeah. He said, I'm a seeker of new things. Yeah. And he said, I can see seekers. Yeah. And he turned to you and said, I can see in your eyes that you are also a seeker. Uh, and then he didn't really explain what, he, what he'd seen in your eyes. Well, maybe he doesn't because he's fucking pulling it out of his ass. Maybe he? he'd seen that you didn't have a soul because he was staring at you. Yeah, that's the thing. I switched my soul off. Yeah. And he was like, you he missed a soul. You, yeah. <laughs> he's missing something. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that or I've had eight pints of Guinness and four pints of cores today. Fucking hell. Um, uh, yeah, and he sat with us for five hours. Mm. We were in there for a long hours. We got our yeah. Um, I don't know if that breaks licensing rules. Now that I yeah, think about I don't it, know. it's a hotel. Well done, Ruskin. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he sat with us for hours and never really. I kind of thought he might be a bit, 
Um, I really don't know. Eventually he did get pissed enough to start doing real, actual card tricks. Ooh, when he started doing those tricks, it was like, it oh my god, that's unbelievable. amazingly good at magic. And it's like, give up the seeking stuff, just yeah. do cool magic for me, please. Yeah, and he was doing this mag- he was doing a load of like amazing card tricks mm. that were just blowing our minds. But then also at the same time, then I was like, oh, this is really cool. And then our friend Daniel walked off to the toilet. <laughs> yeah. And he left his phone on the on the thing. Mm. So I said, fucking, let's take a photo of a card using his camera right now. Then we'll then can you create a trick around that? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was really up for it before. Then as soon as Daniel came over, you and I obviously got really excited waiting for him to do it. And he was just like this. Like, this guy had been a really good magician all yeah. the way through it. It was like, not giving anything away. He was like, ooh, ooh. Like, I think he was kind of taking the piss out of the idea of doing that. Yeah. But he was just being a prick about it. It was like, this is really good, you fucking yeah. maniac. And then when he finally did it, it did actually blow Daniel's socks off. Yeah, he was Daniel's just like, like, how did you do that? What the fuck? How did you get that on my phone? Well, that's, I think that's the only thing that I, I, I've, I have generally learned from all of this magic stuff is... I don't like actually tricking people. What I actually like is people being in on the trick. Yeah. So I need to work that out, which is, I mean, I think that's a good way of living life, really. Just get it? people to delight in things with you. Absolutely, yeah. That's um, And all the best stuff here, genuinely, is like people having like a really fucking good time. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The number of good magicians we've seen, like, essentially saying, bad magicians are the ones who think they're really fucking cool and yeah, way better yeah, yeah. than you. And yeah. you're like, it's way nicer to just be like, let's just fucking have a good time. I'm going to do some stupid shit. Absolutely, man. But speaking of bad magicians, mm. there is one magician who is... Truly evil. The, not Voldemort. Not one of... Gan, what's Gandalf's mate? I think it's like Gandhi. So, Saruman. Sauron. Not Sauron. Oh, uh, yeah, Saruman. That's right. No, You're Saruman right. is the fucking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Saruman. It is Jamie Raven. Some say my finest ever hour, which is annoying because it's basically my first feature. Some say your nemesis, your my, ongoing nemesis. My actual magic nemesis. Jamie Raven apparently does come to Blackpool mm. uh, magic convention. So, we've not seen him yet. No. But tonight, I'm gonna try and track him down and you're gonna come along with me for the ride. Play the noise from Law and Order now. <laughs> the 26th of March, 2013. A young Gavin Murphy records an episode of Regular Features, episode 9, titled The Magic of Heterosexual Jim, in which he chronicles a number of emails to a magician called Jamie Raven. Young Gavin wants to know the creation and technique of a magic trick by Jamie Raven. Jamie Raven steadfastly refuses to help. To this day, Gavin does not know how the trick is done. At Blackpool Magic Convention 2022, a full nine years later, Gavin Murphy goes on the hunt for answers. He begins the hunt in the Ruskin pub, a haunt for magicians of all sorts, mentalists, card trickers, close-up boys, and frilly, frothy, floating fiends. Quickly, he comes across a steadfast part of the magic convention furniture, a magician known as Carl de Rome. Born in Blackpool, but moved to Norway, Carl de Rome is famous for his trick, Heat, in which he puts a little bit of fall in your hand, and then it burns you. That's a real trick that he does, and he does it to Gav. 
As a side note, Gavin and Joe have heard that Carl de Rome has actually been occasionally banned from the convention because this trick involves using dangerous substances. And uh, he does tell us that there's uh, mercury in the trick and um, he put it in his own drink. So that's dangerous. This, of course, leads to the opening where Gav can ask his questions about Jamie Raven. I mean, I've been doing it now for... Well, since I was 10, and yeah. I'm 65 in April. Wow. So if anybody should be dead, it should be me. <laughs> do you know a magician called Jamie Raven? Yeah, of course I do. Do he's, you? He's got it. Is he nice? He's okay. Because uh, I, I once got in a sort did, of... Did you see the show tonight? No. Oh, oh no, I did, yeah, yeah. Did you see the bus that saw yes. on the head? That yeah. was Jamie. It was David Penn bought it, sold it for Jamie Raven, and Jamie sold it to him. Why isn't Jamie Raven at the convention, do you know? I don't know, a lot of people aren't. Mm. So, you think it's because Jamie Raven heard I was here and he was like, didn't dare show his face? I, I don't know. I don't, Say yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. I thought so, yeah, that's good. I, I don't like that thing, though. No. That's fine, no worries. It's good to meet you, man, take care. A lead. Gav had found out that Jamie Raven had apparently sold a buzzsaw used in a trick he'd seen earlier that night as part of a show by a Dutch magician who was A, shite, and B, at one point fell over a smoke machine. It was really funny. And the buzzsaw trick had also gone wrong because he got up a... Uh, a, a bigger gentleman for the trick in the first place, then fat shamed him when he wouldn't fit in the buzzsaw. It was a bit of a mess. Here's a little bit of that buzzsaw trick in action, just so you can get a sense. The saw. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, you're gonna put the whole thing together, like so. Okay, are you comfortable? Uh, sort of. Great, okay, I'll make, I'll make it better for you. So, I have here a bucket with a clot. So if your head falls, it, your head falls on soft, okay? <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. Uh, this is the first time I do this trick. I used to do this trick with my sister, now I have two half-sisters, by the way. Don't worry, That's, <laughs> I really have two half-sisters. All right, are you ready? Let's do it. <laughs> Music, please. that Jamie Raven had been creating tricks for the very show he was at, Gav was emboldened. He went into the convention itself and found a young businessman in the employ of magicians. You know who Jamie Raven is? I do, yeah. Have you seen him about this, as he's seen him this year? I haven't. You haven't? So Not what, here. Anyway. What do you know about Jamie Raven? Well, he uh, was the runner-up of Britain's Got Talent. Um, he's coming to perform at the Evening of Wonders in Leicester Square. Why do you know so much about him? <laughs> in a couple of because um, you are him. I, I'm I'm Martin Reese's business manager. Martin Reese, like the world record-breaking magician. Okay. And uh, Jamie Raven is coming to do the show with Martin at the Evening of Wonders in the casino in Leicester Square. Wow. In about uh, in the first Friday of March, I think it is. So is Jamie Raven a nice person? I've met him at the yeah. Illusionists, and yes, I really liked him actually. Do you think what, Do you think there's a reason that he wouldn't? If someone wouldn't tell you a secret to a magic trick to a man that he'd met the night before over email, would you say that that is a bad guy? <laughs> Bearing in mind the person that emailing him 
might not be a magician either. <laughs> if a normal person emailed you and asked you to please tell you that how to do a trick, yeah, and you didn't, and he didn't tell you, would you think that guy's a bad guy? Yeah, I don't know. It's. Uh, I think you're biased if, though. If it, yeah, I'm biased. And if it was me, yeah. probably yeah. <laughs> if it's someone else, no. <laughs> Which, I, so. If you if you meet him again, can you ask him? If, will he please email Gav Gav back? That's fine. And tell him how he did the cube trip. Yeah, Gav, give me your email address. Okay, yeah, yeah. And yeah. when I see him in London, okay, I'll uh, yeah, I'll give him what for. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> Finally, Gavin had a contact. Within the magical world, Gavin would be able to wheedle his way back into the entranced glare of Jamie Raven, who would have to answer his questions. How was the cube trick done? Satisfied, Gav left the convention with a spring in his step. Unfortunately, he took one spring too many and fell down a manhole. Awaking in the sludge and slime of the bottom of the manhole, Gav looked up to see a grotesque man in a hooded cloak with suppurating wounds upon his face, hands, and the bottom of his feet, which he showed Gavin to prove how suppurating he was. With the instinct of the journalist that he is, Gav took to asking questions of the sewer man, just in case he knew Jamie Raven too. <laughs> So how how do you know Jamie Raven? Uh, that's a bit rude. You haven't asked my name before you ask me questions. My name is uh, Ronald Raven. I'm uh, Jamie Raven's proud father, a mutant. Really? I'm saying really to the fact that I'm a mutant because I am. I live in a sewer. Look at me, superating wounds. No. Oh. You're not saying really to that, you're saying really to the fact that I'm Jamie Raven's dad. Well, I am, actually. I gave birth to him uh, up a toilet, because I make babies out myself. That's not true. Shut up. It is true. That's how mutants work. So, fuck you, actually. So, do you think Jamie Raven is afraid to come to Blackpool because I'm here? No. Because he actually, he is here. He's been here the whole time. He knows all about you coming here. Gavin Murphy. And you didn't tell me your name before. So that's actually surprising that I've said that. Really? Well, I think so. Why are you... Don't respond to that thing. Respond to the fact that I've told you Jamie Raven's here. Because you thought he wasn't. Carl Jerome said. That's not true. Shut up. Oh, you'll see, Murphy. You'll see. So if Jamie Raven was here right now, what do you think he would say to me? Why don't you ask him yourself? He's standing right behind you. No! Yes, Murphy. I'm here. And I've brought the buzzsaw from the act you saw earlier. Let me fire it up and show you how I do my tricks. No! Gavin Murphy remains missing and presumed sword in half. Whether his legs and top half are still wiggling about, waiting to be put together, is anyone's guess, and the police won't say a thing. If you're in Blackpool and see, um, like, some jeaned legs with cool shoes, 
walking around by themselves, please let the police know it's probably Gavin. The end? Question mark. Magic men, magic men, these podcasters turned into magicians. Please listen to this so that you'll hear all about big tricks we saw in Blackpool. What I will say about games as well is we do like we don't have the same amount of boggers that uh, <laughs> magic. Has. There's some fucking bogglings doing magic. And, and we're talking.